Thank you for tuning in to Avant Life's weekly podcast. We hope this message inspires you, stirs your faith, and leaves you blessed. Church, it's so good to be with you today. Vision Sunday for 2021, and if you're joining us for the first time on a Vision Sunday, there's a few things that will be helpful for you to know. Here at Avant Life Church, we do Vision Sundays every year, but our vision is cast over a two-year period. So we're actually in the middle of our vision theme, Arise and Advance. And so this is more of an update, as well as speaking into what our legacy offering is focusing on this year. And so let's start with what is our anchoring verse for our theme, Arise in Advance, and it's in Isaiah 61 to 4, and let me read it for you today. It says, Arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see, for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. Look and see, for everyone is coming home. Your sons are coming from distant lands. Your little daughters will be carried home. Now we discussed, and it feels so long ago right now, what we have as a theme for us as a church with that idea of arise and advance. And we really do believe that God has been and is saying to us that we're in a season of stepping out of what was into what is to come. And a lot of that is of the unknown. A lot of that is stepping out of what the pandemic has forced us to operate in. And that's not to say we're trying to get rid of, uh, you know, the different functions and expressions that we're working through, but more the spiritual sense of that we're breaking camp of, you know, feeling fear, feeling intimidated, feeling lost in all that. We're actually going to break camp. We're going to arise and we're going to advance into all God's given in us or given to us, should I say, in Jesus Christ. And when we talk about that light, that glory of the Lord, it's both an objective reality. It will rise, but it's also a subjective reality. We have that light, that light of Christ inside of us. It's given to the benefit of all, but especially for us to enjoy. It's a transforming experience. You know, and when we look at this, we see that it's this idea that from, from the, the moment that we see Christ enter into this world, when he overcomes the grave, this light begins to, uh, you know, overcome the darkness of this world. And we see that, that it starts in Zion. We see the picture that it starts binding all peoples. And then we look at this, this dawning light that first starts banishing the darkness, but then it's really designed to magnetize people to a blessing. And we know that blessing is in Christ. We see nation and king this contrasting pair, pair of like ruled and rulers. You know, I remember in high school, we used this word of uh, an idiom. And really, this is an idiom of totality. Like our God is bringing ruled and rulers together, a universal call. Uh, and he's decided to start with his people to encompass the world. And this is what we're talking about. You know, we read the scripture verse, and I, I grew up listening to this, you know, probably more often than not being incorrectly used, but it's a nice feeling. But that idea of arise, Jerusalem, arise for the, the light has shined uh, upon you. It's for all to see. And I really think we serve a city and we serve a province that's looking for people who will arise in advance in something more eternal than this world has to offer. And for us as a church, we know that's Jesus. We know that's the light that he's given us in and through salvation. We know it's the purpose and fulfillment we have in the calling and the commissioning that God has placed upon our lives, both individually and corporately as a church. 
And so as we go through this, as we discuss Vision Sunday 2021, can I just encourage you? Can you lean in? Can you understand right now that as a church, God is moving us from what was and what is to come? And that in 2021, we did some crazy things as a church. We stepped out in, you know, very large steps of faith. We stretched and we believe that in creating that space that we're going to encounter the impossible, yet again, impossible nature of God. And I want to start by just encouraging us all, like, thank you for each and every one of you that invested, that you put in time, you served, you believed, you prayed with us, you gave finances, you came together, you know, you carried uh, what God was saying in and through that Horizon Advance theme through 2021. And as we look and as we cast our attention into 2022, can I ask you to take the same posture, the same desire to see the, the great message of Christ through different avenues of us as a church to be expressed and communicated, the great steps of faith that are so pleasing towards the Lord. We know as a church that we're only going to see what God's called upon us through steps of faith, not steps of just, you know, logic, system and structure, steps of faith, things that sometimes feel illogical, but are well within what God is asking us to do. And so we have a great, and I I really do believe this, a great season ahead of us as a church. Um, And at the end of this, we're going to just discuss, you know, what we've accomplished this year, what was set forth at the start of this year, and what we're looking towards in 2022. But right now, I just want to take us on a bit of a journey so that we're all on the same page. So you can all understand what I really believe and what Pastor Emma really believes as your lead pastors, God is doing in this next 12 months of the Horizon Advance theme. Now, it's, it's interesting because at some point to arise requires us to step into, you know, to, to pick ourselves up and step into something new. But then there's that advancing moment. And, and often we just think, oh, advancement means just keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. But sometimes you have to realize you get to a point where the advancement actually requires you to build fortifications. It requires you to claim and settle and establish what you've taken. And we really sense right now as a church that we're heading into what we believe is a season of maturing. Um, we sort of laugh because, you know, in the church realms and the worlds that, that, that we sort of operate in, especially the pastoral team here at Avant Life, you know, this church is still considered a church plant three years on. Uh, but if you were to see our journey, if you were to take a step back and look at our journey as a church, you'd realize that we've been fast-tracked through a lot of seasons that most churches don't experience within the first 10 years of their establishment. We have had the great privilege, but also responsibility, of walking that out for the last three years. We've gone from planting to believing that God has called us to step into Squamish, where we've, you know, this year, you know, by the grace of God, we launched our Squamish campus. We had a church merge, which we believe and also continue to see the fruit of, that the Holy Spirit asked and and orchestrated it. And we saw that in Surrey, and we're seeing the fruit and the development of that. These are big stretching moments for us as a church, you know. And so going from church plant to planting a second campus to merging and planting a third campus to increasing our online capacity uh, as we head towards an online campus. These are all adventures, should I say, and all, and all you know, hopes and dreams that as a church of three years old is absolutely phenomenal that we get to believe, but not just believe, step out proactively in it. But with that and, and, and saying that, we have now come to a point where we know it's our opportunity to begin to mature, to step out of the realms of, hey, you're a church plant into a, an established church that is birthing new congregations and will continue to do so for as long as we can see. 
So with that in mind, I want you to understand and I want you to, to lean into this concept, the, the pioneering side of Avant Life Church, the planning churches, the starting large ministries, the partnering with you know, large other outreach ministries. Uh, for the next 24 months, we really believe that the pioneering side of us as a church is giving way to the establishing side of us as a church. And this is really important because we're in a pioneering season, you can rely on less people with high capacities to really pioneer the way when it comes to establishment, when it comes to building the foundations that will last and hopefully stand the test of time, this actually requires everyone to play their part. It requires maturity is actually getting more people doing less. I know it sounds interesting and, and, and moving away from a smaller group of people doing the most. We really believe for sustainability, for longevity, we're heading into this season from infancy to maturity. And we see in Colossians 1 verses 28 to 29, it says, Here is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. We see here that there's, Paul is talking about there's a process now which through you know, teaching, through proclaiming, through admonishing, we're talking about discipleship here now. We're moving into full maturity that we would be presented, everyone, not just one person, not just a handful of people, but everyone would be presented fully mature in Christ. And to to do that, to achieve that as a church requires us to actually take the posture and the intent to mature. And we're excited about this. This is not a, hey, I can't wait to get rid of being young and now we get to be a mature church. We're excited because as a church, we're going to remain young. We've got, you know, we, our demographic is highly young. We're leaning into that reality that, that God's called us um, to be a multi-generational church, but he's also blessed us with a large amount of young adults. And there's a reason for that. And, and, and we really believe that there's a maturing process that will take place in and through that. But we've got to be intentional about it. And we've got to understand now uh, that as a church, each and every one of us has a part to play. Everyone fully mature, everyone playing their part. Uh, I always take opportunities like this just to speak to those people like, hey, but I need to go through a ceiling of respite or healing. Hey, we understand that we all go through different you know, parts and different seasons of our journey where we do need healing and respite. So if that's you right now, um, we, we totally understand. And that's, that's what the benefit and the great value of church is that we're all in different seasons. For the rest of us who, you know, we, we're not in the season of healing or respite right now, then we all have a mandate. We all have a responsibility. If you call Avant Life Church home to participate, you to participate in the time that you give into it, participate in your faith, belief and your spiritual walk, you to participate in your financial obedience towards God in and through the local church here at Avant Life. These are all the things that we are called, each and every one of us, in maturity to participate in. And so we're building with intent and we're building with care. As we enter into this season, you know, we've got to, we've got to allow God to do that work within us. It means we've got to position ourselves. You know, we've got a series coming up, Give As God Gives. And without trying to mince words or put a veil, we're actually heading into a sermon series to help educate us, help lead us and disciple you into the value of the concepts of tithing and offering and why God has led and asked us to do this spiritual discipline in our life. We really do believe this is something, and we don't talk about this a lot, but as we take the three 
three weeks heading to our legacy offering, we really do believe this is something that's going to help change and something that's helped develop your maturity. So building with intent, building with care. We see in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 5 to 15, Paul writes this, What after all is Apollos and what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord has assigned to, uh, to each his task. Verse 6, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has is, is been the one making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose. And they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. Verse 10 says, By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one of you should build with care, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Christ Jesus. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames." We are to build with intent and with care. That's the season we're heading into. And so what you'll find is the language right now for, from the lead pastors down is shifting. We're shifting into a maturing language. We're, t we're discussing about how can we build with intent? How can we build with care? How can we build with quality? We're increasing our leadership development and investing into it. We're inviting more, especially young adults, into the conversation so that we can better disciple them, better involve them, make sure that they're learning the ways that God, and, that, that God wants them to learn, that the Great Commission asks us to teach them all the ways that Jesus says are the ways that we need to live our lives. We have to build with care and intent. It means as we pray and as we invest, it means as we you know, partner with other missions, we're doing this with care and intent. We as a church want to be a church of longevity. We serve the God of longevity. We want to make sure, like Paul has written here, we're laying a foundation as wise builders. In other translations, it says master builders. We are laying a foundation and someone else, and when we say someone else, our legacy would say the next generation or the generations to come will build upon it. And we want to make sure that with care and intent, that when our work is tested, when the time comes, and I love this because it's not tested just by, you know, uh, time. It's tested by somebody, which we know is God, that's going to be a quality, uh, you know, a reassurer. It's, he's going to test the quality of our work. And that means we actually should be careful in what we're doing. It means each and every one of us needs to understand that as you attend your local church and for you listening on, that's Avant Life, that you have a part to play. Like everyone is building something and you've been commissioned to co-labor with us as we build in and through the vision God has given us as a church. And so as we go through different practical goals, as we go through our legacy offering goals, this is not for, you know, and I'll speak I guess bluntly or clearly to this, this is not for, oh, this is just for those with money. Actually, this is for each and every one of us to give a portion of what we have. It's to invest a portion of what we have. It's to partner in our prayer and belief. It's to say as a family, this is the direction we're heading. That's exciting news because as we go through this, as a church, we've achieved so much in this year. Uh, as a church, we know we're going to achieve so much over the next 12 months as we see the second half of this vision implemented. 
And then as a church, our great goal of maturing is only going to lead us from grace to grace and strength to strength. We want to be a church that when we plant more campuses in the years to come, we do it out of a greater sense of strength and ambition than we had this year because we want to grow on each and every foundational year with intent and care and quality. And I really can't stress that concept of quality. We are a church that believes in giving an excellent gift to God. Just as our lives of living, uh, you know, a living worship or living sacrifice, we, we want that to be excellent, which means we want to see you discipled well. We want to see you led well, encouraged well. We want to see you, you know, be able to find a space where you can discuss what God's saying to you well. And that's why we have life groups. And it's why we have, and, and we're really encouraging this, and it's going to be happening in the news. It's why we're going to be having more and more prayer meetings as we take time to mature in all areas of our walk as a faith community. So here's some practical vision goals that we set last year. And I'll just give you an update because it's really important. Number one, we said we wanted to formalize a leadership academy uh, in, in the area of a diploma in ministry. This is something that we have to, we haven't begun this. And there's, there's a reason for it. I'm like, oh, it's a great one to start with. We haven't actually done anything. It is what it is. No, this one's actually difficult in a sense that we have to find the exact education institute that we believe is going to encompass all that we want, have the same or similar expression as us to get the work done. And, and we're going to take our time with that one. We don't want to rush that one. We want to have the right conversations. But we do believe over the course of the next 12 months, God is really going to lead and guide us in that. Our global mission partners, Eleviva in, in Italy and Living God Church in India, we have begun financially partnering with them with a substantial amount through the course of the year. Pastor Emma and I had the great privilege of going to Italy and training um, church planners and church leaders in the north and the south and it was just phenomenal to see what God is doing there how the Holy Spirit is just awakening a whole new generation a new church for a, a, a new Italy is really what we're seeing take place there we said that we want to implement a permanent online campus and campus pastor. We have engaged with the web designers that we want to do this work. And in the next 12 months, we will begin the work to incrementally build an online campus, which we're excited about. We talked about short film ministries, creating short films that communicate the ancient message of redemption in innovative and creative ways. And we've spent the last year uh, working through our systems and our teams so that at the end of this year that our broadcast teams will be able to be separate from our short film teams, giving more time and space to those guys who are, who are passionate about short films to focus on that whilst we create a broadcasting team that will sit directly under our tech uh, leader, Gabe, so that we can continue to broadcast online. And for those of you who are wondering, well, how, what's the difference? Well, it takes a different level of expertise to be able to film a short film than it does to broadcast a live service. And so the entry point for a live service is a lot more accessible for somebody just walking in and calling Avant Life Church home. And therefore, it allows us to resource them well while freeing up resource for our short film teams to be able to put more time into that. Now we love our film teams across the board and they've done a wonderful job not just this year but the previous year of keeping church online and the experience being just wonderful and, and honestly excellent. Uh, right across our province we speak to other churches and we speak to different district leaders and they always just compliment and encourage us that as a church we do a wonderful online church experience um, and that's all down to our film teams and our worship teams and our tech guys just coming together 
to produce what we believe is a spirit-filled opportunity to have online. And we want to continue that into our online campus. We discussed uh, creating a space for worship where music from within our church would begin to uh, be written and begin to, to be sung within the church walls. And we find that exciting because we do believe there's a voice within us. Uh, and I, I mentioned this on, you know, when we talked about this at the start of the year, this is not for us because we want to put an album out there and, and sell millions of albums and whatever. This is actually, the more focus about this is the, to find our voice intimately as a church to God. Now, what God does with that, we leave up to Him. But more importantly, it, it gives us space for our worship guys to come together and begin to express themselves on a very deep level of creativity. Um, and we have begun assembling that team within Avant Life Church, and we're excited as, as we bring the right people and the right voices into that um, to actually pioneer and birth what's taking place there. And then finally, we spoke about praying and planning and preparing for what will be our fourth campus location, third in person, which is absolutely uh, its ironic because we ended up planting a third in-person service anyway uh, because God knew better uh, and his ways are higher than our ways. And, and we saw Squamish, our second in-person, and then Surrey, our third in-person campus launch. And so if we looked at that, yet planning, uh, praying, planning, and preparing happened very quickly. Uh, um, and we're just so blessed to see what God is doing in the city of Surrey right now. Uh, and so with that in mind, like I said before, we don't have any plans to plant another campus for the next 24 months. Uh, we really do believe God is asking us to work on what we have right now and to establish it into what will be longevity campuses that in their own right will be able to do church plants in the years to come. So we're building with intent and we're building with care and we're building with quality. And so what I want to speak to right now is our legacy offering. And if you're joining us and you've never heard what we do around our legacy offering, every year we, we collect at this time of the year. Uh, for us this year will be the 19th of December, a legacy offering. And it's exactly what it is. We're building, we, we, we take up an offering that allows us to build into a legacy. Some of that will be immediate changes within the campuses so that we, our structures and our systems work even better to bring more people in. And some of that is to put aside for the future so that when towers fall down in life or you know, unforeseen things happen like a pandemic. We can actually respond not from a place of weakness, but a place of preparation. We're prepared for these things. And finally, we put away a savings so that when the next generation steps up and there's a transition and a succession of leadership, they actually step into a church that has health uh, and that has been managed well especially around the areas of finances. And so as we go through these, uh, these offering goals for 2021, on the 19th of December, can I just encourage you, this is a calling for all of us that call Avant Life home. Those of you who are in Surrey, the North Shore, Squamish, or those who join us online, this is our vision together. This is us coming together and go, as we give into this, this is collectively investing into the legacy of Avant Life Church. And three years in, like I said, we've achieved so much by the grace of God, but we know there's so much left for us to do for His kingdom. So these are, these are the things that we're aiming for. We're aiming to raise $15,000 
to finance greater local out outreach across our campuses, to partner with local outreaches across our campuses. This is really important, I believe, as, as a church called to your local community. It requires us to be intentional with how we build into that community. Um, and especially in our, our Surrey campus, there is a great partnership with the City Dream Centre and we want to be able to invest as much as we can into that, especially heading into the Christmas season. We want to make sure that we do our part to help bless, help invest and help raise the standard of living within our community. We want to raise a further $15,000 for our global mission partners. We think and we know, and it's been proven time and time again, it's really a good step for churches to look beyond its own borders and to invest in the global mission of the gospel. And so we want to continue to do that well. We want to finance the, uh, the Church Planning Discipleship Academy that they're building in Chennai with Living God Church. We want to be a part of that process. We want to do our part to see hundreds of church planters from India developed and sent into India. That is the way God is going to see his gospel spread through that nation. We want to partner with El Aviva again and see more and more of their church leaders and interns be able to go through the Empower course and be trained and equipped to plant more churches and help lead more churches that are spirit-filled in Italy. Here are some internal needs that we need to, I said internal, not uh, eternal, internal needs that we really know we need to achieve as a church. We want to raise funds in relation to staffing to help us better become established within our processes. Uh, one of the things that we've been blessed with in three campuses is so many people partnering with what God's doing. And in that, we want to steward that well. And, and one of the ways we want to do that is to bring on a full-time bookkeeper within our staff so that we can make sure everything is up to date each and every month um, and that our budgets reflect where we are as a church. Now, they do already, but we outsource that. Uh, but as we grow, that becomes more and more difficult to do as a third party. And so we really do believe and sense that God's saying, hey, in this season of maturity, it's time to have a full-time staff member committed to doing this as, uh, as, a, as, a, as somebody who shares the vision of Avant Life Church, is passionate about the kingdom of God and has uh, giftings and skills in this area to help steward what God's doing in and through us as a church. Uh, for those of you in Squamish, we really want to help uh, put a portion of this legacy offering into air conditioning for the auditorium, the parents' room, and the staff offices. Um, we learned here in the North Shore that that is one of the best investments you can do, especially with the, the heat and humidity that tends to take place for any of the cities on water, uh, oh, sorry, any body of water. The humidity tends to be quite a lot. And so the same will apply for Squamish. Um, that we, we really do believe instead of waiting until we acknowledge the problem in summer, that we'd be on the front foot and be able to actually have funds to pay for that. We want to invest into increasing our broadcasting capabilities. This also links into our online campus investment. As much as it seems like it's an easy thing to do, this actually requires finances to be able to establish an online platform, but also feed it with the content we believe God is wanting us to feed it, that gospel content, the life-changing content of the message of Christ. Uh, and so that's twofold. You need the digital platform on which we can release this information, which would be our online campus, which we in the next 12 months will continue to build and in invest into. But we also need the capacity across our campuses to film and record 
And our hope and our vision is this, is that as we grow as a church and as we sow into legacy offerings like this, we'll be able to have our own broadcast of the, the Surrey uh, sermon, or the Surrey service, should I say, and the North Shore service and the Squamish service separately. So those who call those churches home, if you aren't able to make it that Sunday, you can still go online and experience your local community expression of Avant Life Church. That's the goal that we want to do. But to be able to do that, we need to be able to take time to invest and budget for that. And so part of our offering is to invest into broadcasting. Like I said, our online campus investment, this sometimes feels ethereal, especially for us that are older. But this is a very important time in the life of the church globally, that as, as a local church, we can't, we can't neglect this space anymore. God, I really do believe God called us into the, the online space, which requires us now as a church to really get behind the online campus um, so that people that you know, are more likely to, to feel comfortable online engaging with the gospel will have that space to do so, and we can pastor them well, hopefully into an in-person campus. We're looking, and this is really important, and I say this because I really do believe that God wants this for us as a church out in Surrey. We want to continue to put money aside for a future facility there. And we're believing that God's going to bring us the exact one we need, and it's going to be a miracle. But we also know that just like any other portion of faith, it requires a proactive approach. And, and we want to do that by placing and putting aside some of this legacy offering and, and continuing to save, saying, you know, when that moment comes, when God opens that door... And we know it's coming. We will be able to go here. This is our portion, God. We, we in faith have prepared our portion for you to partner with your provision for that campus. And so we want to be able to put money aside for that. And then finally, we want to, and we do this every year as a part of our legacy, is putting aside savings for the generations to come. We put a portion aside and we want to make sure everyone understands that this is, there is a portion that doesn't go to anything specific. It just sits there and, and, and it begins to speak and it testifies of our belief at some point we will hand this over and we need to have laid a strong, firm you know, foundation that can, can stand the test of fire and daylight. And that's our hope really as a church is that as you sit there and as you listen to this, you'd understand we are, and if you take nothing else away, take this away. We're moving from pioneering into establishment and we're stepping from infancy into maturity. And we really do believe this will be a 24-month you know, process as we, as we begin to turn all our systems into something of a mature standard, um, as we begin to cast our vision on internal processes so that we increase the discipleship levels, we increase our life group levels, we increase all our different programmings and different things that we can do like marriage courses and par parenting courses, and we can begin to invest more and more into the maturity of this church. Uh, can I encourage you one last time before I hand this back over to your uh, campus pastors, that God is on the move within our church, that we are a church that believes in miracles and the impossible. And as we discuss these things, it's not just about the hype and the excitement. It really is about taking time over the course of the next three weeks, pray, God, what do you want me to invest into this? How can I partner with this vision and the legacy offering to see your kingdom come here in my city? Bless you guys. We hope you enjoyed this message. We would love you to subscribe to our weekly podcast. Other ways you can connect with Avant Life is through YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Or check out our website at avantlifechurch.com.